You are listening to episode 53 of the Body You Crave podcast, the one where we talk about how to ask better questions so that you get better results. I'm master at life and weight loss coach Jillian Lama, and you're listening to the Body You Crave podcast, where you'll learn how to end emotional eating, lose excess weight, and feel amazing in your body. No cheating required. Keep listening, and I'll show you how. Hey, hey, welcome back. All right. So hope everybody had a wonderful Independence Day weekend. Hopefully you were able to relax, enjoy some fireworks, maybe some good food and drinks and just have a good time. So today we are going to dive into asking powerful questions and really just how to ask better questions. And this came up because what I see as being one of the biggest values of having a coach is that they're not there to tell you what to do. They're there to ask better questions to help you figure out what you truly want to do. And this is going to be one of the questions because I think so often we are not looking at what we even want. And we have a lot of fear and hesitation around what has to be the right way or it should look like this. And so we discredit our wants and these desires. And this was going to fall into another topic, another podcast that's coming out this month about wanting food and why it can feel hard to say no when we just want it. And so often it's because we don't allow ourselves to want and allow what we want in other areas of life. Again, another topic for another day, but the more that we can ask better questions, more powerful questions, then the better we are in our day-to-day lives, the better we feel moving forward and just moving through life, the more confident we feel in ourselves, the more we can build our own self-trust and learn how to have our own back. So often, we just aren't asking good questions because our brains are designed to look for everything that's wrong. It wants to look at what could be a problem, why you're not hitting your goal. It wants to critique and look for all the flaws, all the things that aren't good enough. And so your brain isn't a jackass. It's simply normal. It's doing its job because its entire job is to keep you safe and to keep you alive. Your inner critic, this habit brain of yours, it's not going to change on accident. It only changes on purpose. And so often we need to be introduced to new thoughts. We need to be introduced to new questions, to new ways of looking at things. It doesn't mean that the old way ever goes away. We don't need these old thoughts to just disappear and magically never come up. We just don't have to give it a lot of airtime. We can turn down the volume. We can turn down the temperature on those old shitty thoughts and questions. And we can turn up the volume on more powerful, intentional questions that are going to help get us where we want to go. A lot of times what happens is we're asking questions out of victimhood out of why is the scale not going down fast enough? Why can't I lose weight? Why is this taking so long for me? Why am I not figuring this out? Why haven't I learned my lesson by now? We ask questions that are not helpful. They're not getting us where we want to go. They're filled with shame and self-loathing and criticism and judgment. They're filled with so much crap that there's no way we could have a positive answer from that. I will say that you can ask the question neutrally or from a place of curiosity. If I'm expecting this scale to go down, why do I think it hasn't done that yet? 
But it's very different than this kind of whiny baby voice of like, when nothing's ever right. Like nothing ever works for me. I always think of Lily from Modern Family. <laughs> this was like back in, so I don't remember now which season it was, but it was like one of the earlier seasons. And she's just being kind of snarky. And she's like, let me call you a wambulance. <laughs> and so that I just thought was so funny. And that's often just how our brains naturally respond is like this woe is me. Life is so hard. I'm never going to figure this out. And when that's your thought process and that's your mentality, then you won't. So I want to offer a new way. Let's look at some new questions to ask ourselves. I am working on Journal 2.0 that will be printed and available on Amazon very soon that I know I've talked about that is still not yet done. (laughs) More on that later. But there was a question previously where it was a powerful question I want to answer today is, And it would have you ask a powerful question and then answer it for yourself. And this is something that I was explaining to a client of mine just because she was like, I don't really know what you're getting at here. (laughs) So often our brains are just naturally wired to go into like, what's not working? This sucks. Woe is me. And so it's there to help us look at what could I be asking myself instead? How can I ask a more useful, productive, powerful question? That's the whole goal of this. I actually don't have it in this latest version of the journal. I had to cut some things out so that's not there. But this is a really powerful thing to really ask yourself. I do this for myself as well. And so I had a list of intentional thoughts that I wanted to think about myself. I had thoughts that I was working on believing, things that maybe didn't feel 100% true right now, but that I wanted to believe. And then on the back side of that, I started writing all of the questions that I could be asking myself on a daily basis that I could journal about. And this is really helpful too. Sometimes when we journal and we're writing about our thoughts and what comes up, that can be really useful. But we also want to make sure that we are spending some time thinking about what we want to create, what we want life to look like, things that we want to do, achieve, become, right? We want to look at the positive. We want to look at what's hopeful, not always just what's not working and life is so hard and stuff like that. This can be a really great catalyst to start tracking some of these questions that you can be asking yourself on a semi-regular basis to get you in that mindset. I wrote 21 or 22. I think I numbered And I was 22 down the page and I started writing in the margins. And one of the questions was, how can I love myself more without having to be perfect? Like, How can I feel good enough without being perfect? How can I dare greatly today? What does that look like? How can I love unconditionally? Zach, myself, my family. How can I quit being afraid of judgment from myself or others? Or rather than not even being afraid, it could be, Like, how can I stop letting the fear of judgment from myself or from others hold me back? Or how can I judge myself less? What would that look like today? How can I increase my tolerance for imperfection? These are the types of questions that can be really powerful to start thinking about who you want to become. Okay, because again, it's not just about the body. It's about who you are as a person and it's about the life that you're living. I wanted to share a couple other powerful questions and some things that we can be asking ourselves to really get us into the right frame of mind for what we want to go out there and do and achieve. So one of them I really love is if there was no wrong decision and you were going to hit your goal no matter what this month, what would you want to do? So in other words, if you could do it any way, if you could lose the weight in any way and be successful, what would that look like? So what would you want to say yes and no to? Would you take a vacation and where? What kind of foods and drinks would you say yes to? What would you say no to? 
How might you move your body if there was no wrong decision, if there was no one right way? And because there's no right way, there's no wrong way. So what does that look like for you? Because that, I think, can be the most freeing as we start to look at how you live your life. Because the only way you're going to lose the weight and keep it off is if you're doing something that you actually enjoy long term, if you're eating the foods that you truly enjoy. That's what we want to focus on. If there was no wrong decision, if you were going to hit that goal no matter what, what would you want to do? What would you be saying yes and no to? For some people, you may be like, you know what? I want to exercise every day. I want to go for a walk or I want to do yoga or I want to do a dance class or a workout video. I want to do these things every single day. For some of you, it might look like once or twice a week. There's no wrong way. And this goes into a little bit of what do you want? And even just asking yourself that regularly, what do I want? And even what do I want out of this situation? How do I want to feel? How do I want to feel after this vacation? How do I want to feel after this conversation? And we can start to look at, all right, what do I want to achieve? How do I want to feel through this? You can ask yourself, what would you truly love to create in the next year, in the next five years? And then what are you proud of yourself for today? I'm going to talk all about feeling proud all throughout the journey, because this is something that often we reserve for only after we hit our goal. I can feel really proud of myself after I've lost all my weight. I can only feel proud of myself if I'm hitting all my benchmarks, if I'm 100% on everything. I can't feel proud if I'm making mistakes. We have a lot of thoughts about when we can and can't feel proud. A whole other episode, likely next week, we'll be talking about that, how we can start to create that and allow ourselves to feel that and really cultivate that on purpose. But really asking yourself, what are you proud for today? There was one day, and this was like a month or two ago, but I was like, I'm really proud of the fact that I did not fall for this Instagram scam that was trying to get me to send them a link to hack my account was basically what was going on. Yeah, I am really proud of myself for that. I'm really proud of myself for assessing after I overeat. I don't have to be proud that I overate, but I can be proud of the fact that I'm willing to look at it and to figure out, okay, what was going on here? Some other questions to ask. What do you need to think in order to best show up for yourself today? And this one is really focused on, we can be looking at, all right, here are all the actions that I want to be taking. So now, knowing this, like knowing there are these certain goals, how do I need to be thinking about them in order to take that action that I want to take? What do I need to be thinking about myself? about my circumstances, about my life, my job, my spouse, my kids. And then when it comes to looking at yourself in the mirror or in photos, what do I like about myself in this photo? Or what do I like about my reflection in this mirror? So often our brains are just naturally going to go to what's wrong with us. We're going to nitpick. We're going to look at all our flaws. We're going to look at how we don't measure up, how we should be smaller there or bigger here how we have this weird expression on our face or our eyes are squinty or we have bags under our eyes or all kinds of things. We are always going to pick out and notice all the things that are wrong with us. We can allow that and just be like, that's okay. Of course, that's where my brain is going to go because that's where it's been going for the last however many years that you've been alive. For the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, that has naturally been where your brain goes. And instead, We don't have to answer that question of looking at what's wrong with you. We can just redirect it into, okay, what do I like about myself in this photo? What do I like when I look in the mirror? What do I like about myself, about me as a woman, as a person? 
These are some powerful questions that are going to help get you closer to your goals, whether it's to end emotional eating, create more peace with food, lose weight, maintain weight, to really create the life that you crave. These are the questions we want to be asking ourselves. And this is how we start to do it. We start implementing one question at a time, one question a day. And start tracking. Start a list of all the questions that you could be asking yourself. I probably have a list of like 40. (laughs) Just start writing everything down and spend some time thinking about them, journaling on them. That's what's going to create the momentum and the progress that you really want. And this is the power of a coach. is somebody who can ask you better questions. Someone who can help show you your thoughts when you might be mistaking them as facts. Someone who can offer a new perspective, a new way of looking at things. Someone who will empower you to find the answer and to find the solution, who will empower you to feel confident in creating a process that works for you and your body and your tastes and your preferences. So that no matter what foods you love, whether it's bread, cheese, chocolate, wine, pasta, pizza, it does not matter because you can eat it all and lose weight and live a life that you love where you're not trying to track calories, points, macros, or anything else. If you'd like some help with this, then I would love to chat. You can schedule a free consultation at www.bodyyoucrave.com forward slash schedule. And you'll find my calendar there. So pick a day and time that works for you. And I'll spend an hour just diving into where you are now, where you want to be in six to 12 months. And I'll help you create a roadmap to get there. Because trust me, if it was just you need to try harder, if it was just you need to cut out carbs or just cut out calories, you would have lost the weight and be living in that success forever, indefinitely. But that's not the problem. Let me help show you what's really going on. And I'll be there to help ask you better questions, to help you see the reality of your situation, and to empower you to take that confident next step forward. All right, y'all. This is going to be a short one this week. I hope y'all have a fabulous day, and I will talk with you next week. We got some good stuff coming up in July. I'm so excited. Here's to creating the life and body you crave. If you like this episode, then you'll love my free virtual workshop, Five Keys to End Emotional Eating and Lose Excess Weight for Life. You'll learn the counterintuitive reason why all your attempts to restrict food over the years has actually led to weight gain and the mental switch you need to flick that'll have you dropping pounds without sacrificing wine, carbs, or the food you love. Get all the details at bodyyoucrave.com.